Hey everyone, welcome to episode 20 of 15 with Andy, Randy, and Jeff. And this week, everyone is back in the studio as normal. Um, as usual, this is your weekly midweek break to reconnect with the hospital church community and the topics we're discussing. And as always, don't forget to check out last week's podcast, Funerals Beats Parties, where we decided that you and I are guaranteed a resurrection so we can step out into our world and do God knows what for God knows who. Because no matter where our life wanderings may take us, we are safe in the arms of our resurrected Savior. Absolutely love that conclusion. And who knows, you may hear it again today before it's all over. You can find each of our episodes on our speaker channel by going to hospitalchurch.org slash podcast. You can use the mobile apps, Apple and Android. We're on iTunes as well. So if you subscribe, you'll never miss an episode early on Wednesday morning. Uh, You can catch us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. If you'd like to join the conversation, send a text to 407-965-1607 or to podcast at hospitalchurch.org if you are of the email persuasion. This week, we look back on last week, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, and Hurricane Matthew. And while the metro Orlando and central Florida area were spared the brutality, or the most of it anyway, Many of our neighbors and communities to the east and north, including the Barrier Islands, Jacksonville, and even North Carolina, as Jeff can attest, uh, weren't quite so lucky. And that's, of course, to say nothing of the devastation in Cuba, Bahamas, and just the absolute devastation of Haiti. So mm-hmm. locally, we had curfews that were in effect in Orange and Seminole County, and the decision was made here at the church to cancel. And instead, A message went out to our members that encouraged us to use the opportunity to help neighbors and friends with cleanup. And if you have power and internet, well, you could enjoy one of the archives and uh, on the website, or you could have worshipped at home with your family. So, uh, personally, we took up the uh, the challenge and uh, went on Facebook and found someone that was in need of a chainsaw and a couple of helpers. Cool. So we spent Sabbath, uh, oh, three four hours helping somebody else and. A friend we've known for a long time but hadn't seen, and uh, so it was a good time. Uh, we had uh, we were blessed, probably more so than they were. <laughs> <laughs> so on Thursday, you know, the track was still very much in question, but you know, it, we knew it was closing in quickly. And um, on Thursday night, a message was sent out. Uh, I think it was via Facebook uh, from Andy. That was uh, it. Said it was a thought from Pastor Andy. Hashtag Hurricane Matthew. Well, actually, that didn't go out till Saturday. Was it Saturday? Yeah. I thought that went Thursday. No, no was the, the Thursday was just all about. We're not that was have the other church. one. Okay, yeah. yeah, I got those mixed and, up. Uh, and then I almost reversed myself and said we we're going to have church, but then I thought, no, all the volunteers have like celebrated that they're not going to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to reverse that mass confusion. No, I was I was just praying um, Saturday morning, and and uh, I, I type my prayers for my personal journaling kind of thing, and so I was praying. Um, it says. Uh, Today is such a wonderful contrast to yesterday, sunshine and gentle breezes. And and thinking about that in my prayer is what caused me to write the little free verse thing that I sent out uh, about Matthew. And um, because in our community, our immediate community, of our congregation at least, pretty much a, a, a blessed non-event. Right. You know, inconvenient. Uh, broke up our routines a little bit. We probably bought more groceries than we needed. <laughs> you know? But but um, so I just thought, well, let's sort of reflect on that, how a storm can be you know, used to sort of remind us of life a little bit. Right. And um, 
So that's why I wrote the piece and, and sent it out. Did, and, did you, does anybody know what, what, I mean, does our listening audience know what, what was written? You want me to read it? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, if you want to read oh. it. I mean, I have it, but you go, you go ahead and read no, it. We can, we can respond to you it. You can read it. That's yeah. a, you read it. You may read it? Okay. You can probably read it better than I do. <laughs> All right. So this was a thought from Pastor Andy uh, on Hurricane Matthew. Unalterable. I think it's that what is most, I think that's what is, see, yeah, Randy can do a better, can do a better job, right? Unalterable. I think that's what is most fascinating about a hurricane. Models guess its path, meteorologists overdose on wind speeds, rainfall, details. But for all our talk and all our preparation, there's really nothing we can do to alter its coming or going. Standing in the grocery store, watching the madhouse of storm stock up, it was evident that we people living mundane, maybe even boring lives, and this the storm brings purpose and meaning and drama. Finally, something serious, big, and important with which to engage. It could have been worse. Building codes in the storm path worked in our favor, but for those more directly in its path, lives were lost and property was devastated. A storm, something none of us can alter, alters lives, excuse me, alters life, boosts work for some in the local economy with repairs, cleanup, fresh starts, with time on our hands, maybe a new baby. Whether hurricanes or just life storms, we may not enjoy or covet them, but they clean the air, wash away weak structures, cause restarts. They open our eyes to good days to which we have grown complacent. We might do well to embrace our storms. Yeah, and, and my intention was to sort of give that metaphorical dual Alternate meaning. side. Yeah, that we, that, you know, we yeah. all have storms in our lives, and yeah. nobody likes them. But even as a pastor, people come in, members, you've had this, Jeff, somebody come with mm-hmm. some life crisis moment. Maybe it's a disease or a divorce or some tragedy. And it's a terrible moment in that moment. And that same person comes back three or four years later to talk about something, and they look back at that, at that tragedy and say it was the best thing that ever happened in their life. Right. And it's like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> you know, you were, you were saying that last time we talked kind of thing. And so I think it's important to recognize that even though we don't covet storms, right. that, that they do make us have to sort of relook at life a little bit. And it can be a point of growth for us. Um, and so that, that was sort of another angle that I was working on. Now, I had no idea, and, and I, I can understand, that, that there were some that thought that I was being a little insensitive to the tragedy of the storm. And, and, and I, I can understand how that would come across. One of our, one of our members had written, you know, explaining that, hey, you know, we're a much more compassionate church than this normally. This seems like we're mocking people preparing for the storm. And, and I, I apologize for any kind of sense of that because <laughs> that was not the intent at all. Um, we, we really, people were in tragedy. I mean, people were, were frightened. Some of our senior citizens were, I'm sure, terrified the storm could, could come. And, and uh, people in medical, medical crisis. We had, I talked to one of our members who worked, you know, had to work several 30 hours, that were like 30 or 40 hours in a row uh, at the hospital because of the storm. Sure. And so there, you know, there is, there is that, that need for understanding and sympathy. And of course, then as it goes across further outside of our immediate circle, more to our east, uh, I saw, you know, there's roads that are A1A is gone in certain sections and, right. you know, beach erosions and house damages and all kinds of stuff. Plus, not to mention lives lost, of course. Right, right. And and the whole devastation, I mean, like we mentioned earlier, I mean, all the way from, I mean, Cuba and, and Haiti and all this, and then just kind of sweeping through. And Jeff and I were talking before we we started taping that, you know, Jacksonville, one of my friends oh. was stuck in Jacksonville. He wasn't allowed to go because of a medical condition. Mm. So his wife and his kids evacuated and, and moved, you know, out of harm's way. And so he's sending these crazy updates 
on Facebook like every 15 minutes. And there's, I mean, pretty far downtown Jacksonville, the storm surge, I mean, had filled lobbies of one of the colleges there. I mean, the the crash bars to push the doors open and there's water three, four feet deep rushing out into the street, which is just as full as what's what's inside. And then, you know, you start seeing all the local reports, you know, that they're, you know, they've got reporters locally here that are, you know, positioned in these places. And you're looking going, wow, we really did. We were very fortunate. We were very fortunate. The economics of it too, and how that affects a family, you know, because- because if your roof gets torn off or a piece of your house that has to be repaired, where does that money come from until insurance can be filed? Until claim- I mean, it's, it can be a long bureaucratic mess as well. So that's a, there's a lot, of, a lot of trauma that goes through that. I think the trauma, yeah, there's a ton of trauma. We were actually in, on the other side of this uh, hurricane when it hit up in North Carolina. And we had just gone through a beautiful wedding, and that's what we were there for. And then all of a sudden, then that storm hit on Saturday night. And um, we had chosen to try to get out of there, and uh, which m- might have been a just a big mistake. I mean, it put us in harm's way. And but I I can still remember, and it, it kind of brought this whole piece around in terms of experiencing when you're in the middle of a storm. My wife, I remember, she was sitting next to me in the car, and she wasn't saying things like, "Are we going to make it?" You know, she wasn't. She knew that it was it was a serious, and she also wasn't saying things like, "Oh, you know what? This evening when we're all back safe, we're going to be <laughs> laughing at this." She wasn't saying stuff like that either, because she understood the seriousness of where we were at. So her words were not trite, and um, and, and we were very focused. Uh, some of the water that we were going through was almost a foot and a half deep. I mean, in a car, that seems like a. I mean, you don't want to open up your doors because the water is coming in. <laughs> So, you know, there was some tenuous situations. When things are blowing sideways, it was just really crazy. But I remember thinking, as because in the very beginning of the trip, we were quite alone. We were very alone, dark, middle of the night. I remember seeing headlights from somebody up ahead, and that was such a good sign mm-hmm. to know that somebody was coming from the opposite direction, had made it through that road, or at least gave you a little bit of hope. And it was even more reassuring when I got we got to a place where other people were. Mm-hmm. Even though we were all in the same situation, there was other people there. So I think even the fact that she hears from you, Andy, and then she's able, or he, whoever it is, I don't know who, he or she, is able to write back to you. And you're able to communicate together and share, even in the midst of her pain, mm-hmm. to have community in the midst of these kind of things is a is a a bright spot. I think that's one of the things that the church does is no matter, because some people are on the side of, sure. oh, this wasn't that big of a deal, but there's other people who are experiencing fear and fright because of past experiences or past mm-hmm. traumas. So having community, it was, as I remembered, you know, getting around other cars and talking about the next <laughs> lake we had to drive through, yeah. it was just reassuring to know that there are others now that we're going to be, exer- you know, exerting the same kind of pain and energy that we have to put forth. That's, and that's part of one of the reasons that I sort of like wanted to reverse myself on Friday and still have church yeah. on Sabbath yeah. was because there is something about coming together as a body and worshiping together. If, even if the service is, is truncated in some way, to be able to still be there and to be with each other. I, we found it fascinating that even though there was no church, Vicki and I, uh, throughout the day, ev- eventually were, we linked up with like three or four different families throughout the day, not all, all at the same time, but uh, it, was, it was just 
that that need for community still existed. Yeah. Well, and it's always good to see in, in a situation like this when you have a storm or a major di- disaster or when you, again, realize, like you just said, that, hey, <laughs> someone's on the other side. They made it through. I'm, they're in the same boat as me, and we're all paddling together. It's good for us to remember as a church community and, and a larger uh, community, but it was good to see even on the news that there was a lot of good news reporting as well, that a lot of people that – said, you know, so-and-so came and, you know, my neighbor helped me out. We couldn't evacuate for whatever reason or, or this, or, you know, all these different things. And you see the good and that's kind of, sometimes that's food for the journey. Yeah. I mean, it's like, Hey, there's, you know, there still is with everything that's going on in the world. Wow. There are some people that still care and will go out of their way to help others. Well, and like you with the chainsaw to your friend that you hadn't seen for a long time, uh, Richard met neighbors across the street who have, you know, hadn't, they never have happened to people bump into each other. And so, it's like it, it, oftentimes, even though it's not something we would choose to go through, sure, the results of it can connect us in new ways, can make us see life in a different angle. It can it can enlarge our vision, even in the trauma. Yeah, uh, and so it's. I think that's really important for us to learn, not just from Hurricane Matthew, but from just regular life. Yeah, I was hoping Richard wasn't going to offer my chainsaw <laughs> to the neighbors because that was a lot of tree lot, at their house. Yeah. And uh, luckily, the person we they just had some small projects that needed help, and it was good for the girls uh, for them to get out. Although Sparkle didn't understand why we weren't going to church, so <laughs> we've been she's been wanting to go to church every day since because she missed go. church. So we'll have to catch up uh, on this week. So, well, I think it's also important that we realize that there's times when we need help. Yeah. And there's times when we need to cry out and say, uh, you know, this is my community. And that's a that's almost sometimes harder yeah. to uh, rely on a community of people and say, um, hey, I, I, I could use your help in this situation. Is there any way that you can do this or whatever? I, I, that was one of the things that we found. There was one area that we could not get. It was five feet of water. I wasn't going to drive my car through that, and yeah. and nobody was going through. And they, the, the officer said, "You're not getting. You're not getting through there. You're not yeah. getting to Raleigh." <laughs> and uh, so I went back to the gas station. And I just got, there was a bunch of people in line. And I just said, "Is there anyone here that knows an alternate route around this whole flood?" And this one on this one gentleman, great guy, said, "I." I got to get get across that too. I I know the pretty area pretty well. Why don't you just follow me? It was interesting. We were going through some pretty high water, but we were following him, and he got us to that place. <laughs> and yeah, sometimes you just you know you just have to make that ask. So it, on both sides, it's 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 not easy to 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 move forward, and it's to say, hey, I'm I'm. I'm going to give up my afternoon to go help somebody, but it's also sometimes not not easy to and, ask for help. And and to recognize that though though it may be not enjoyable at the right. moment, be going through it. What are the the benefits? The the how how can you turn? You can we can sit and just you know complain the fact the storm came. We can sit and whine. We can you yeah. know, we can. We can if, if we have bad things do happen to us, we can tend to focus on those, or we can say, oh, what can I learn from this? How can this enrich my life versus just just be devastating to me? Yeah. And uh, I, and I just our our sympathies go out to those who were hit hard, uh, of and 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 lives were lost. I mean, it's just it's always just a tragedy. Yeah. Well, and I agree. I wasn't expecting a response. No, to be honest, I was like, you know, uh, I had a couple people I knew didn't have power, which was kind of not the norm in our mm-hmm. area. So I part of my post was if you need a hot shower and a cup of coffee, 
I'll brew while you scrub. Come on over. Don't be shy. Or tomorrow, you know, and I'm thinking no one's going to respond to this, but I made it sure I said, Heather, is it okay if I put this out there? So it really wasn't, I really wasn't expecting a response, but, um, you know, I think sometimes God puts those appointments out in that. And for her, it was like, Oh, you don't have to. I'm like, no, seriously. I mean, it, well, you know how to use a chainsaw. Well, yeah, yeah, of course I wouldn't have offered if I didn't, but yeah. Okay. And then afterwards, um, it was a little, you know, she of course wanted to take our picture and Heather's like, what are you going to do with uh, No, I'm just going to, you know, and she's like, you're going to post this online. She's like, don't post it online. Just, you know, we, yeah. Just doing it for the girls and just for something. Anonymity, please. Right. So, yeah, we, no one would have known, obviously, that because, you know, no one reads that far down into your into your banter past that post. No one would have known we went there. And then – but then for her, she wanted to, to say thank you and that she said God's blessings came to me today. Yeah. So that was pretty cool <laughs> for us. Neat. And we've been able to talk about it as a family after that. So, you know, everyone gets a blessing out of it from that, yeah. that aspect. And, and it also can awaken us to – um, needs that are in our community 24-7. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when you think about a storm coming, you think about the homeless population. Yeah. Uh, they, don't, they don't run home and just close their doors and make sure they're, you know, windows are protected right. or that kind of thing. No, they, they have to figure out where am I going to go? I can't, I can't stay where I am. Yeah. And to think of, and just to have that sympathy with, with those whole segments of our society that we may not normally think about much. Right. But when the storm's coming, it might cause us to remember. Yeah. Well, speaking of storms, you may have noticed that uh, we are in the final leg of maybe the most bizarre U.S. presidential campaign in history. And if you're standing at the water cooler having lunch with friends and oh, Jesus, take the wheel if you're on social media. But the storm that's brewing with every passing day that grows in destructive nature and vitriol, then uh, if you're just plain beat down with all of this, the debates, the pundit coverage, uh, then we have an event that you will not want to miss. And wanted to put this uh, in in the storms. Uh, October 22nd from 3 to 5 p.m., we'll have an event here at Florida Hospital Church with Dr. Tony Campalo and Dr. Steve Brown called Debating with Grace. So they're two Christian friends and theologians with very different perspectives politically who will address hot issues facing the nation this election season with civility and respect. That's the with civility and respect. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Dr. Campalo will also be speaking at both services, right? Correct. Uh, in the morning uh, on the theology of grace. So if you're not here locally, you, of course, can watch it at hospitalchurch.org and click on the live stream there. Um and so just want to put that out there, and we'll have more upcoming about yeah. that. The afternoon event is a free event, but it's open seating, so sort of come, come for come 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 sure. And that will be streamed as well, though, right? Be streamed the as well. Okay. That's right. Yeah. So it will be streamed. Okay. Well, we're, we're a little longer than normal today, but um, it's kind of as we wrap up, I want to leave you with the close from last week, again, as it speaks directly to the heart of our life in these storms that can take over every part of our daily routines um, and resurrection. Uh, you and I are guaranteed a resurrection so we can step out into our world and do God knows what for God knows who, because no matter where our life wanderings take us, we are in the safe, we are safe in the arms of our resurrected savior. We closed last week's podcast, opened this week's episode, and now we're closing with that statement again. I get it. It's repetitive, but is there anything that can bring us more hope and more assurances that these storms will pass, that this life is not the end and that ours is eternity? So again, uh, next week is this or this upcoming week is what we're back in Ecclesiastes. We're, we're, we're doing what we missed last week. <laughs> <laughs> it's makeup day. Yeah, and, okay. and we'll be talking about uh, don't don't be too righteous, oh, don't be too wicked. Right. <laughs> Not too righteous. Oh, that's right. Okay. The second half of chapter seven of Ecclesiastes. Of Ecclesiastes, and that will be you, Andy. Yes. So Andy yep. will be bringing the message. You don't want to miss that. 
So plan on joining us this week in person, online at 9.30 or 12 with multiple Bible studies across campus in the middle at 10.45 and of course on the podcast for episode 21. So for Andy, Jeff, Tom, I'm Randy. Thanks for joining us and we'll see you all again next week.